Smiley. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, phone number 1-800-920-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1580-1
And but it became national news, uh, international news. You're pushing back on Netflix about what you felt was a level of disrespect. It ain't often when you chin check white folk publicly that they come around and we end up seeing you on the stage. And so when you walked out on the stage, I've already seen the special courtesy of Monique. Uh, Monique got Netflix to send me a screener copy. So I sat and watched this thing uh, last night uh, uh, to prepare for our conversation today. And when I saw how full you were just walking out on the stage with those tears in your eyes, that this had actually happened, I was hooked from that very moment. And by the way, you look fabulous in that dress you were wearing for the special. Thank and, you, and, and the shoes and all that, the hair, you were, you were tight, as you always are. But, but what do you make of the fact that this special actually happened? Premieres on Tuesday, but it happened. How did it happen? You know... When I asked you to play that song, because that's also a love letter from me to my husband. Mm -hmm. And I remember when everything was first going on with with Netflix, and we knew that we had to fight. We knew that we were going to file this lawsuit. That man took me by my hands, Tavis, and said, Mama, that's special going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I believed it. So when those curtains open up and he's sitting off to my left, and I'm walking out on that stage and, and those beautiful people are sitting there, it's a feeling of everything he said. It's now we, it's right here. It, it, we are right here in this moment. So that's what that moment was for me. That moment was for everybody that was standing with us. That moment was for, like I tell people, for the ones that was having side fights. They mm-hmm. was on the side having them battles, baby. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> people would come to shows, Tavis, and they'd be telling me what they'd be saying. It was just beautiful in that moment that we all got to that moment. Yeah. It was quite a moment just to watch you walk out there. And then, of course, it didn't take you long and you were you were in flight. Um, when we come forward, um, it seems to me that the best comedy comes from pain. Richard Pryor, perhaps the greatest to ever do it. Uh, that is his story. If you know the backstory of Richard Pryor, Monique is a historian. Uh, not just about black history, but certainly about the history of her of her craft. And so she knows full well what I'm saying, that the best comedy oftentimes comes from pain when you see this special on tuesday night you will underscore uh what we're saying now that the best comedy comes from real pain we're going to probe that when we come forward with monique whose special premieres tuesday night on netflix it's called my name is monique it's on there you go sweetie Okay, baby, you know this technology, it, it throws you. me off, okay? <laughs> well, that, that, that's two times. One more time, you're going to strike out. You better get it right next time. I'm going to get it right. You know what? I think that for, for me, this song says I'm every woman. So for every sister out there that's doubting, that, that's thinking you can't do it, that's thinking you can't make it, listen to these words, baby. You are every woman. Get that. Listen. Oh. Well, Monique has got it. Um, she got it in spades, and she brings it this Tuesday night, uh, April 4th, uh, in her Netflix uh, special, My Name is Monique. I was saying moments ago that it seems to me, and I've been fortunate, as you know, to in my career, so blessed 
uh, to talk to just about everybody. And I am certain of this, one thing about uh, the greatest comedians, that oftentimes the best comedy comes from pain. And when I watched you from beginning to end on this special, just, uh, how might I put it, in, in interrogate your own life, um, it was something to see. And so before I get into the pain part, tell me how you went about framing this show. So you, you end up having this fight with Netflix. You end up coming to terms. You're going to get a special. Uh, you got a date set. You're going to do this in Atlanta. Uh, you and Sid are working through all the details. But creatively, how did you approach framing a show that you know everybody is going to see, given all the controversy that preceded the show? How did you go about framing this particular performance? You know, Tavis, when you when you say that we know the greats because you know their story, mm -hmm. you know their journey. Mm -hmm. And Sid said to me years ago, he said, Mama, he said, you're funny, but you haven't touched it yet. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, introduce those people to you. He said, we know the greats. We know them. We, we, we know their triumphs. We know their failures. We know their victories. We, we know them. He said, we know Richard Pryor. That's why we adored him, because he invited us in. Mm -hmm. He said, open the door up and invite them in. So to say how did we frame it, it was just simply my story mm. that I didn't have to make up. I didn't have to <laughs> research. <laughs> <laughs> but that requires, <laughs> but there's a whole lot of transparency. I mean, I, I, I've, I've been fortunate to be you know, a, a friend of yours and we've hung out and, you know, been together for all these years. And there were things I even learned in this special about your backstory, but that kind of comedy requires a, a, a level of transparency. How would you get comfortable with being that open? How did I get comfortable being that open? This is going to sound really crazy, okay? Okay. I'm being loved. And I'm being loved with no judgment. I'm being loved unconditionally. And I'm... Lo loving back and learning every day how to do that. Mm -hmm. So when you have people in your life like your family that accepts all of you, your flaws, your, your, um, I don't know the big word to use right now, Tavis, but damn it, that one right there. <laughs> <When> they, <laughs> your, your idiosyncrasies, that's what you're reaching for, your idiosyncrasies. All of it. When go. they say we love you for every piece of who you are, mm -hmm. then there's no there's no validation needed. There's no approval needed. So for me to say the things that I've said and I'm saying, it is to say hopefully you'll be free enough. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, of Sid. <laughs> And you're being loved by Sid. Uh, one of the funniest parts of the special, which I cannot give away, uh, uh, is uh, a story uh, that Monique tells about a confession after years she finally made to her husband, uh, Sid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are my confessions. Yeah, man. <laughs> and his, his response to the confession <laughs> 
is that that was worth the price. Well, you know, I didn't pay for it. Monique got got me a screener. Uh, I didn't have to have a Netflix uh, account to see it. Uh, but that's worth the price of admission, as they say. Just Sid's classic response <laughs> to <laughs> to your confession. Uh, I, I know folk will be they'll be titillated and tickled when they when they get to that part of, of the special. Before before I go too far here, let me come back to this. And I, I assume, given how brilliant you are, you you are already aware of this. Uh, and I'm not even sure what what's here to interrogate, but I want to I want to probe in anyway. And that is what jumped out at me. You know, you know how strange I am, how how bizarre my mind works. When I saw the date that that the special is premiering, it it jumped at me. Um, you've heard me say before, and this audience certainly has, that I regard Dr. King as the greatest American this country has ever produced. I was honored to write a book about uh, his life, specifically the last year of his life, the story that people don't know, but the whole country turned against Dr. King because he came out against the war in Vietnam and everybody, black folk, white folk, the media, the White House, everybody who'd been loving on Dr. King turned against him because he told America, you, America, are the greatest purveyor of violence in the world today. He gave a speech April 4, 1967 in New York. And that speech put a target on his back, April 4, 1967. They kill him one year to the day later, April 4, 1968. Um, Here you are now recording this special in his hometown of Atlanta. It's releasing on Netflix on Tuesday, April 4. That April 4 date just jumped out at me. Um, I'm, I'm not sure there's any connection to that at all. But I found just that date of the release fascinating, Monique. Let me tell you that I have chills, Tavis, because I did not know that. I didn't know that connection. Mm-hmm. I had no idea of that connection. So, oh, that gives me chills. Yeah, April 4. Uh, and by the way, since we're talking about it, so April 4 is uh, the, the date they killed Dr. King. And this year, so let me, let me give you more chills. Um, April 4th is the assassination date of Dr. King, but this April 4th is the 55th anniversary of that assassination. So Tuesday night, here you are in his hometown of Atlanta with this special premiering where you're being transparent and being open, uh, as Dr. King was. Uh, and it's the 55th anniversary of his uh, assassination this year. Uh, April 4th, by the way, is also the birthday of Maya Angelou. Uh, Maya Angelou, uh, who was a friend of one of those rare persons who was a friend of both Malcolm and Martin, was in her kitchen at her at her at her place in Harlem when the word came that Dr. King had been assassinated. She was preparing her birthday dinner uh, and it just ruined everything for her that day. And thereafter, every year until Coretta Scott King, who uh, died first, uh, every year, uh, Maya Angelou and Coretta Scott King would get together on her birthday. Um, as a special sort of reconnection every year on April 4 until Credit Scott King passed away, they would commune. Uh, so that date uh, has a lot of weight on it. And here you are um, dropping this special on Tuesday night, April 4. So anyway, that's just that was in my head. But I saw that date. It kind of kind of jumped out at me. Um, let me <clears throat> let me go now to a, some of the things that you cover in the special. Again, I'm not going to give anything away, uh, but some things that sort of just jumped out at me. Um, I did not know. And again, we won't we won't. Spoiler alert, but I did not know that you were in special ed when you were uh, a child in special education. And you tell the story. <laughs> it's funny, but you tell it with grace. You tell it with, with, with humor. But I, I did not know that part of your backstory, Monique. Well, 
And the people that's listening, they shouldn't know it either till April fourth to have it now. <laughs> I'm not I'm not giving it I'm not telling the story away. You cannot <laughs> Well listen, here's the thing. I think that when you come to a place called Hollywood, right? Right. You're so bent on being famous and not being perfect at all. However, you don't think to share your backstory. Mm-hmm. Because everything looks glamorous, everything is beautiful, everything is everything is fancy cars and big houses and 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 foolishly overpriced meals. Mm-hmm. Everything is that. So to say, oh, this is what well, this is where I come from, because you're sitting around most times people that probably came from the same place you came from, but everybody playing this game. That's why I couldn't go out a lot, Tavis, because I wasn't good at it. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't good at it, but it's it's like there's so much of me. Yeah. That's why I say after those 72 minutes, you'll know why. My name is Monique. Yeah. You, there, there's so much in this. Again, we're not going to give nothing away here, but there's so much in this special about your family, members of your family, uh, family relationships. And I thought about this this moniker that we hear all the time, have heard for, you know, for eons in our community, that we don't want to put our dirty laundry out there. If you didn't just put laundry, you put like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, didn't I bring the laundry back? Yeah, you, you, brought, you put. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, but, but, with extra quarters. Yeah, but the extra quarters. Yeah, but there, there's so much in this about, about your family and about your upbringing. And to my mind, um, and which I thought you did a beautiful job of. As I watched it, I'm 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 seeing the city of Baltimore or Baltimore City, as y'all say, as a character in this story as well, Monique. Yes, you, you know, it, it's my story. Mm-hmm. It's my perception. It's my. It's the way that my eyes viewed it and saw it. So, I don't believe that my family is unique. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the foolishness that I've been told as a child is unique. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that our marriages and relationships and friendships, I don't think that what people are going to hear on April the 4th, I believe that everybody can take a piece of it away to say, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. So when they say, Monique, we're releasing this globally. I told him, I said, the little sister, the, the sister in China, she'll be able to take a piece away. Mm. The sister in Mississippi, she'll be able to take a piece away. The brother in Zimbabwe, he'll be, because it is our story. Mm. As you watched it, could you could you see yourself anywhere in anything I was saying? Oh, get, out, get out of my head. I was just about to say. Okay, then. I, okay, then. No, I was just about to say. <laughs> Uh, the best comedy comes from pain, as I said earlier, number one. But I also think, Monique, that the best comedy, the best comedians allow you in the joke, in the humor, to situate your own humanity. The listener, the participant, the viewer, the fan gets a chance to situate his or her own humanity in the humor of the stories that you were telling. I think you did that brilliantly. I want to talk about that when we come forward. Uh, you're listening to Monique, who's special. I am. Uh, my name, rather, is Monique. That's the name of it. My name is Monique. Premieres Tuesday night, April 4. You're listening to Monique right now on KBLA Talk 15. 
Monique, I'm loving your I'm loving your playlist today. As I said earlier, all the music in this hour is curated by our guest. I don't give this honor to just anybody. I'm letting Monique uh, choose the music in this hour. I love the Queen. Why this track, Monique? Oh, my, listen, Tavis, because this track right here is just another love letter. Mm. And this whole hour, we ain't doing nothing but love letters, sisters. Mm. Okay? So if you have messed up this morning with your man, if you have said something slick out your mouth, you need to listen to this playlist. Call him up and make it better. Come on, because he made you feel what? What'd he do for you? What'd he do? I was saying earlier, Monique, in this conversation, uh, that uh, comedians at their best, and let me just say, you nailed this. When people see this special, uh, this Netflix special, My Name is Monique, Tuesday night, April 4, premiering on Netflix, they're going to be able, as I was able to, at one point, um, in tears myself, uh, reflecting on my own life's journey and my own life story and the drama in my own family uh, and how it impacted me as you're telling your story, I was able to situate my own humanity in the telling of your story. It's your story. It's your special. Um, but I was able to situate my humanity in your brilliant storytelling. And at, I think at our best, at your best, um, that's what artists do. I, I thought you nailed that. Thank you, baby. Yeah. I thought you nailed that. Um, when, 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 you're, when, you, when you're on stage and you're, and you're delivering a special like that, um, and I felt this way more about this comedy special of yours and all the others I've seen or been in the audience to, to, to witness in, in person. Um, how do you know when you're going as deep as you go in this special that the audience is with you, um, that they're coming along on the journey that you want to bring them on you on with you? How, how, do, how do you know that this audience is with you, that they're feeling what you're there? As, as we said, they picking up what you putting down. When it is extremely quiet mm -hmm. and everybody's on the ride, that's how you know, you know, when, when, and I remember there was a time that if it got quiet at my show, mm -hmm. it was almost like a panic. Mm -hmm. Like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Cause it's gotta be ha 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 ha. And that's when I was worried about being funny. I'm no longer worried about being funny, though I appreciate the gift of being funny. Now I'm at a stage in my life where I have something to say. Mm. And I think that, you know, that's the difference for me. And when they're really quiet, that means they're listening. Yeah. That was a str I'm, I'm glad you unpacked that because that's a strange answer to my question that you know you're killing it when it's quiet. I mean, it's a comedy show. They're supposed to be laughing. So I, that, that, that answer was a bit bizarre, uh, but now that you've unpacked it, um, I, I totally get it to my mind. Um, uh, and again, I haven't perhaps seen everything you've ever done, but I've seen a whole lot of it. Um, I don't recall the audience ever being that quiet. I don't recall you taking this particular approach to your comedy, but I hear what you're saying that at this point, it's not just about the joke, the laugh. You've got something to say now. Yeah, you know, I um you know who I I I truly admi and still admire even in his transitioning and that's Dick Gregory. Mm -hmm. 
Because when you go to the school of Dick Gregory and when he says to you, if the universe taps you and they put on the magic glasses, you have to see things for what they are and not for what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And there are two rules, he said. He said you can never, ever take them off. And the second one, you can't force anybody else to put them on. Mm. So with this comedy special, for for me, Tavis, this was, I have on those magic glasses, and I have to see things for what they are. Yeah. Um, I, I've, been, I've been reading, uh, spent the last couple of days just, again, prepping for our conversation. I wanted to read what other people uh, were saying about the special, particularly the writers, the critics, what they were saying. And I came across one line in one piece. It may have been Variety, Hollywood Report, I don't recall. Uh, but it, it jumped out at me. And the first line of the article uh, was, don't call it a comeback, call it a reintroduction. Don't call it a comeback, call it a reintroduction. That was the first line in this particular piece. And I read so many pieces, I can't recall which one it was. Uh, but the, the, the point I'm driving toward and the question I want to ask is how you see this moment that you are in. You got the special on Tuesday night, April 4, premiering on Netflix. You're back on TV shows. You're back doing films again. Um, but there was a there was a period where you were, you know, um, uh, not as active, shall we say. So they wrote, don't call it a comeback, call it a reintroduction. How do you read this present Monique moment? You know, I, I, I think that's nice. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think that's nice to say a reintroduction because I've matured. I've I've grown up. I um, I've underst- I understand now priorities and and what's most important. So when you watch that special, you're getting a grown woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're getting a grown woman. I can do what. I won't, but you're now getting a grown woman. And I think that's the best way I can put it. You know, you're you're getting a 55-year-old grown woman. Yeah, well, they're going to get it, and a whole lot of it. Tuesday night, April 4, uh, her special premieres on Netflix. It's called My Name is Monique, and we're talking to Monique right now on KBLA Talk fifteen. Just about five minutes at the top of the hour, um, 12 noon uh, uh, Pacific time, Los Angeles time, um, I'm going to go into a different conversation about these guilty verdicts today uh, in the case of USA v. MRT. So we're going to delay the start of the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson to jump straight away into a conversation uh, about these uh, guilty verdicts in the case of USA v. MRT. There were 19... Uh, bribery uh, charges, as you know, uh, 19 indictments brought against him, uh, found guilty today on seven of the 12. Um, So uh, seven of 12 uh, 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 guilty verdicts uh, in the case. And so I'll be joined by uh, my colleagues here at the top of the hour uh, at 12 noon uh, to start unpacking just a a little bit of this uh, to give you uh, some updates of what we do know. Uh, about these various charges and allegations. We do, we do that right at 12 o'clock uh, as we uh, prepare for Ariva's show today at 4 p.m. Ariva, of course, a Harvard-trained lawyer, a host Ariva Martin in real time. She's been talking to our justice correspondent, Dion Raymond, every single day uh, during this case. And uh, uh, we'll talk to uh, my colleagues again just in about five minutes uh, at the top of the hour after news uh, and traffic and sports. Uh, we'll jump straight away into a conversation that I'll moderate 
for a few minutes and I'll bring you up to speed on what we do know about the case of USA v. MRT. But again, if you're just tuning in, found guilty today on seven of 12, uh, uh, seven out of 12 uh, guilty verdicts uh, in, um, uh, let me rephrase that again, seven guilty verdicts, 12 not guilty verdicts, 19 charges total, seven guilty, 12 not guilty. We'll get to that in about uh, four minutes here. Monique, let me come back to you. I, I thank you for your patience. I, I, I know it's always strange when there's big breaking news like this uh, and uh, we have to cut in to, to uh, bring the audience up to speed on that. I apologize for that. Didn't know what was going to happen in your hour, uh, but you're a, you're a trooper. I understand. As, yeah, you're a trooper as you always are, and I thank you for your patience and your indulgence. Um, in, the, in the few minutes we have left, though, um, what do you hope? What do you hope uh, the take? I know what I got out of the special when I got a chance to see it. But what do you what do you hope that the takeaway will be for people who will see this comedy special? And I, I assume that you and Sid and I are on the same page here, given all that you've endured, all that you've been through, all the hype, uh, all the drama preceding this special. My sense is this is likely going to be the most watched comedy special you have ever done, at least to date. You agree with that? You know, from your mouth to the universe is it. <laughs> Yeah. And and to say what I hope people take away, I really hope people take away Tavis healing and freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, of course, laughter, because at the end of the day, I am a comedian. Mm-hmm. I am a comedian, but I really hope people take away th- that freedom and that healing and just be okay with who they see in the mirror. They get in front of that mirror and it looks back. Yeah. I got you. From your perspective, and if I asked this question of 100 people, I'd get 100 different answers. So there's no right or wrong answer. Uh, this is one of those questions that uh, you know you get to determine the answer to uh, for how you process it in your own life. When you say healing and freedom for you, given all that you've endured and all that's brought you to this stage on Tuesday night on Netflix, April 4, the premiere uh, of uh, your new piece, My Name is Monique, what does freedom mean for you? Unwavering, unflinching, Mm. standing in right regardless of the consequences or the circumstance. Yeah. And that's how, for me, healing comes about. When you are no longer afraid to say it out loud, stand in it, be unmoving, unwavering, when you speak about injustices, Mm. when you speak about how we've been raised in our families and generationally, just things that's been said to us. So now when we sit in this space in 2023, a lot of us are still very broken in our spirits just because of what's been poured into us. Mm. So I really hope our babies, all my sweet babies, to include my damn self, Mm. We walk away with that healing and that freedom and be unwavering, unflinching, and unapologetic about it. Yeah. Well, we are unapologetically progressive, KBLA Talk 1580, so we are in uh, in alignment with uh, Monique about being unapologetic, about uh, speaking uh, and seeking and standing in and staying with whatever your truth is. I think you'll be enlightened, encouraged, empowered, inspired, and mostly entertained uh, by Monique Special. It's called My Name is Monique. It premieres this Tuesday night, April 4, on Netflix. I'll close with this, uh, Monique, speaking of uh, your special. Uh, I'm I'm always trying to think ahead, and I'm wondering, okay, how is Monique going to close this thing? We won't give the clothes away, obviously, but let me just tell you, you nailed the dismount. You nailed the dismount. 
Thank you, baby. Yep, I loved it. I loved it. Monique, I love you. Uh, as my friend says, uh, nothing you can do about that. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. I, I want to say you always, always, always have me have this station on your list. You may talk to others, but you never ignore our phone call. So thank you to you, my love to you, and Sid uh, for giving us this uh, this very kind consideration. We'll do it again. I love you, baby. Love you back. Take care. After